There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I mean, what the flub is happening in NXT? It is officially the most dangerous place on the planet. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to yet another episode of Ups and Downs with I, Simon Miller. And all we're going to do is take this, the finger of power, so don't get mad at me. This is what decides what is good and bad in professional wrestling. So if you want to yell at anyone, yell at a finger. You've never heard that sentence before. Let's up those doubts. But yeah, after all the madness that has been happening recently between Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes, they arrived at NXT. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. And then about 42 seconds later, even though there was a lot of people around, somebody whooped Carmelo Hayes' ass and he was down. I don't know about you, but I'm starting to think this may be a part of Carmelo's master plan or I am being totally worked. Either way, I like this story, and I love the fact that NXT is being so damn patient with it. Even if eventually Hayes does turn around and goes, ha ha, I am the evil villain here, I bet he still gets one hell of a massive reaction. Which is when NXT became Raw. Why not? Because Cora Jade walked to the ring, and she started to talk about her triumphant return at the NXT pay-per-view. And she was essentially like, I tell you who I am not a big fan of, Lyra Valkyria, who of course is the NXT Women's Champion. So Lyra was backstage, she heard her name and she's like, don't you say that about me. And she came out too. They go into a big old yelling match, which is where Blair Davenport also arrived. She was like, well, this is a bunch of nothing because I am the Iron Survivor and therefore I get the next title shot. So Valkyria, you better enjoy that championship because it's coming to me. Now, I don't believe this is going to happen, but Blair definitely believed it. Of course, she does have a problem in the sense that Nikita Lyons has also returned. She doesn't like Blair Davenport at all, because it was Davenport that took her out. She wasted no time. She got in the ring. She started throwing punches. Everybody had a big brawl, and away we went. It also means that we were going to be setting up a tag team match for later, because it was going to be Lyra and Nikita taking on Cora and Blair. And they're going to have to remain a team, because you can shorten that cab. I do like this though because as we always talk about it just means that we are shining a massive spotlight on the women's division and other promotions could absolutely do more of this. Also they're all very talented and they all have a story. I love narratives. Give it that. Dragon Lee then did a quick interview and of course because he now is the North American champion he is doing an open challenge. WWE loves this. If you win some kind of mid-card title all of a sudden you will open the door and say well I'll fight anyone. Although it's more fun in NXT, because they take it literally. And when someone doesn't open challenge, everybody runs from the back. Well, it doesn't really feel like that's happening this time. When the metaphor's bad luck continued, they lost again. Because they were facing Josh Briggs, Brooks Jensen, and Fallon Henley. 
<laughs> now I'm Dahl's crew, attacked them basically as soon as the match did start. But that didn't help them at all, so now they're gonna have to rethink everything. And the real twist to all of this is that Tiffany Stratton was watching on from the back, because of course she doesn't like Fallon. <laughs> Halfway through, she just ran to the ring, and those two fought all the way to the back. So if I was one of her teammates, I'd be like, what are you doing? We need you, where are you going? That really did leave Jensen especially in no man's land, because he was just getting beaten upon and beaten upon and beaten upon. He too is not having a good time. But when he eventually got slammed right in the face, he kind of fell into his own corner. The Briggs was there, he made the tag, and he went absolutely wild because said slap was hot. He just walloped everyone too. Like, no matter who came in, he had, like, force powers. When he took that lariat, and he took Noam Dar's head off, and he pinned him for the one, two, three. And it's a bit like, you sort of won this match by yourself, and surely now you get a Heritage Cup match. So this was fun enough, although I'm very worried about the future for Brooks and Josh. Seems to be a little bit of jealousy going on here. And as for the metaphor, get it together. You're heading in the wrong direction. We're getting to the end of the year. Still, getting it up. There was more sadness after this with Carmelo Hayes. His friendship with Trick Williams feels like it's in trouble. Saying that though, we were in the trainer's room and thank goodness Carmelo is going to be okay for Friday when he is entering the SmackDown US title tournament because he's the guy chosen from NXT. You can just see this is all going to intertwine somehow. It's going to wind up with a bunch of sadness. It was then time to pick up the competitors in the men's breakout tournament. And they were like, oh, I'm from this school and I'm from that school. And we even threw Chase U in there to treat it like it was legitimate. Once again, this is why I love NXT so, so much. It's the little things. But do you know who ruined this? That damn Lexus kid. Because he saw Trey Bearhill standing here and obviously thought, damn it, he's got a better name than me. So not only did he beat him up, but as we were going to find out later, Lexus is now in the damn thing. So I tell you, I quite like this character. He is such an asshole in the best possible way. We went right into our first proper match for this tournament as well. It was Oberfemi versus Miles Bourne. And when we do watch this kind of stuff in NXT, as always, we have to remember these are developmental guys in a developmental system. I'm never going to get mad at that, because maybe one day, one of the main events WrestleMania, and we can say, damn it, we were there from day one. I think that's cool. And while Bourne did get in some offense here too, when Femi made his comeback, he went totally crazy. And the commentators were going, oh man, this guy, he's probably going to win. We really like this guy. Everybody getting excited about him. So if you're looking for a favorite or for somebody who's WWE is high on, here he is. He was able to mount this cool comeback though before he hit the bomber power for the one, two, three. And I do quite like him to the point I'm changing my prediction from last week. And now I hope that he does win. If nothing else, I think he will do fine. Feels like he understands this pro wrestling. Giving it up. Lara and Nikita are then backstage basically being friendly because they do hate Cora Jade and Blair Davenport. Then later on, we saw Blair Davenport and Cora Jade who were saying the same thing. And it was basically like when you see the good guys, they're acting all nicey-nice. And when you see the bad guys, there was just a touch of evil to them. So I don't want to repeat myself here, but it's just another massive tick box for NXT. They just want to have fun. They've applied the Cindy Lauper method. We've got a little bit more insight into why Tiffany Stratton does hate Fallon Henley so much. And we've kind of got old school here because Tiffany is high class. And when it comes to Henley, she is lower class. And therefore, they should not be fighting. She should be like a servant or something. So, you know, eventually she will beat her. And then maybe Stratton goes to Raw Smackdown. Feels like it's time. It was that open challenge time next. I think Shawn Michaels had just gone. Anybody want to see a banger? Me too. 
So it was Dragon Lee versus Tyler Bate. And there's been some chatter that maybe Tyler is also going to get called up soon, which kind of does tie in, because the former Pete Dunne is currently walking around SmackDown, and he hasn't got any friends anymore. And of course, those two have mega history. Otherwise, though, this was just such a good back and forth. And at one point, Tyler Bate even outdove the dragon. I think Lee got annoyed about this. He was like, oh, yeah. And then he did this mad somersault. Just like super, super duper crazy. They then made sure all their meters were charged. They were busting out all their signatures, including Bate doing his aeroplane spin. And I kind of realized something during this. It's like, it's a bit like a blue thunder bomb. I'm not sure whether that's actually ever pinned anyone. I mean, maybe once or twice, but it's not consistent. So now I'm keeping my eye on it. It meant that we did get a bunch of one, two oohs, but man, because they were just playing wrestling tennis, at one point, Tyler Bate hit the ropes. He ran at Dragon Lee, who just from nowhere smashed him with the Operation Dragon, and he got the three count, and afterwards they did shake hands. And this was just a super duper good match and a reminder that sometimes you can have a winner and you can have a loser, but because they perform no well, nobody cares. It's not like you're going, ha ha ha, Tyler Bate, you suck. He really, really doesn't. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Josh Briggs was then back. And he said he wants to fight for the Heritage Cup. I knew it. Jensen didn't seem happy with that, but it does tie in. He kind of feels like he's going one way and his friend is going the other way. And they almost fell out earlier in the year. This time they probably will for sure. Damn. This is when Ava Rain was talking to Alexis King and confirmed that he will be in the tournament. And I still want to know how Ava went from being in a cult to being Shawn Michaels' right-hand woman. I mean, maybe I missed some story points. Or maybe it just happened. I don't know. It was then time for some more fallout from some storylines because it was Eddie Thorpe versus Dijak. And of course, these two hate each other. But based on this, Dijak definitely hates Eddie more. Sheesh. They didn't waste any time. And all of a sudden, Dijak grabbed him, threw him into Team of the Turnbuckle. She came loose when damn Dijak grabbed her 
and just started using it as a weapon. I mean, there was blood everywhere, so it was kind of crazy. And the ref was obviously like, what are you doing, Dijak? I'm right here. I'm looking at you. And I would say he called for the disqualification, but it felt more like a no contest. This was brutal. This poor Eddie gets absolutely murked every week as well. And Dijak finished him off by going after the ribs. And oh my gosh, we know all about Thorpe's ribs. He's had tape around the midsection. Dijak, how dare they? This was definitely all right, though, and I guess now we'll do another match and I have some crazy stipulation attacked. And while this isn't headline news, this reinvention of Dijak has been so damn good, to the point he's another guy that could probably go up to the main roster soon. Just make sure you treat him like this. Give me a nap. Chase Yu was then trying to work out how much money they made this week, and you'll be shocked to hear <laughs> the bake sale didn't really work. Who knew? Duke Hudson was totally embarrassed by this, but Andre Chase was saying positive. He was like, ha we're going to be able to figure something out. When scripts of all people walked in, he put something on Andre's desk and said, you should probably take a look at that. It may help you. And he walked off. So I was like, what could possibly be in whatever that was? Maybe it's the instructions about how you somersault off a van and just land right on the floor. And this actually tied into our next men's breakout tournament because it was Keanu Carver versus Riley Osborne. But as we have kind of been teasing, Thea Hale may have a little bit of a crush on Riley. So her and JC Jane left Chase U because they wanted to watch his match. So NXT remains the best and goofiest thing ever. And this Carver hit this amazing pounce at one point. But actually, that wasn't going to help him at all because Riley was like, ha ha, I've got the better of you. And he hit a shooting star press and he got the one, two, three. And I tell you why I was a big fan of this. The shooting star press should be a finishing move. I mean, you're going backwards in order to go forwards. How does that make any sense? Two plus two equals potato. So now we're definitely going to tie the chase you in stuff too. Although, is Thea Hale cooking something here? We do not know. And, you know, is Riley going to be able to help get the money? <laughs> so many layers to NXT. And they're all absolutely absurd. But it is never boring. Uh, Brew Gulak, Damon Kemp, Charlie Dempsey and Miles Bourne when they're kind of winding up Dragon Lee, which is a little bit dangerous because he may go and breathe fire on them. But essentially, one of them is going to accept the open challenge for next week, but the dragon won't find out for seven days' time because these four are really annoying. They've also got a brand new name now, which I think was the No Quarter Catch Crew. On the one hand, that sounds badass. Never. it's really long. I don't think it's going to fit on a t-shirt. Which means we then got to our main event match, which was going to be Lara Valkyria and Nikita Lyons taking on Cora Jade and Blair Davenport. And once again, while we were going to have an angle after this, it's always nice to see them in the last match of the evening. Lyons went nuts at the start here as well, I suppose, to remind you that Haha, I have been away, but now I'm back with a vengeance. Although Blair Davenport then tagged in and she totally stopped her from doing nothing. Because again, they don't like each other. It goes back a long way. Or a few months ago, she took her out. I eventually got the sort of hot tag, but that was basically stopped because Tate and Paxi was out here again being really weird. Understandably, Lyra was like, what are you doing? You're kind of annoying me. When Cora Jade all of a sudden appeared and she took advantage. Blair was the same and she was able to hit the Falcon Arrow and she got a one 2 ooh. And the only reason she didn't win is because Nikita Lyons broke it up. So suppose if we do do that championship match, we can tie back into that. This is when we did build to the finish and it got a little bit freaky deaky, so you have to forgive me. But Cora Jade was able to blind tag in, although at the same time, Nikita Lyons on the outside. So Blair Davenport hit her big knee right into Lyra's face. Then Lyons realized this, so she pulled Davenport out of the ring when Cora's like, wait a minute, wasn't that Blair's finisher? Which it was. So given that Valkyria was then on the floor, she pinned her for the one, two, three. 
Man, that was a little bit convoluted. They got absolutely bizarre because Paxi was celebrating with Lyra Valkyra afterwards. Lyra was like, will you get off me? But look what we have done here. We made sure that Cora J did pin the champions. So now we can do that match. We know that Blair Davenport is going to have a match because she's an Iron Survivor. But also we need to do Blair and Lions because, of course, they're not friends. So we are tying those threads together, which is not an easy thing to do. Also, this match was fine. We did a good job. Up. Speaking about weird people in NXT 2, Joe Gacy they carried this on. Because he was dressed as a construction worker and he found Hank and Tank and Gallus and because they're going to have a match next week, he kind of just danced around them. Joe Coffey pretended he's not going to get involved, but that's like me saying, I'm bored because I like it. This was one of those segments where I kind of felt like I was on drugs and I definitely wasn't. Before we did finish this week though, we wanted to shine another spotlight on Trick Williams because he came out, talked about how happy he was that he was the Iron Survivor. And man, he just spat fire here. This dude is going to be huge. He also said that he wants to respect Ilya Dragunov because, of course, they're now going to have a world championship match. When out came Ilya, that's basically what we did here. It's the opposite of the Baron Corbin stuff. I mean, they each want to kill each other, but they want to do it nicely. I mean, the champion was a little bit sad because, of course, Trick has had a fantastic year, but it's going to end terribly. When who sauntered to the ring? It was none other than Carmelo Hayes. And that's when I knew. It's like, this is a bad egg. And he has trouble on his mind. He, however, sees it differently because he has now decided that Ilya Dragunov is the guy that attacked everyone. He attacked Trick Williams. He attacked Carmelo Hayes. I mean, how have we not seen this before? That's like, I'll tell you why, Carmelo. Have you seen Ilya and how he conducts himself? This is basically like accusing your nan. I don't think he did it. Dragunov was straight up offended by this too, as he would be when he was like, Trick, trust me. Listen to this man over here. If you are looking for the offender... Well, you'll need to look at that guy right there. He was pointing at Carmelo Hayes. Dun, dun, dun. Carmelo then decided that Ilya didn't even deserve the championship, so he was going to take it back. You could see where this was going. When they got into a tug of war, when Carmelo did grab it, he smashed it right into Trick Williams' face. I was like, man, Trick, you need to get away from all of these people. They are not good for your health. So now we do have to ask the question, was that accidentally on purpose? And man, I hope NXT just keeps it so simple here. And that we do Ilya versus Trick and Williams is about to become the champion when who screws him over? None other than Carmelo Hayes. And that will still get me in the tum-tum because while I know this is going to happen, I want their relationship to rekindle... Very sadly, I think it's dead. We've also invested so much time into this, it will get a mega reaction, because that's how things work. We've seen it on the main roster especially. So it is going to get an up once again. NXT, you sit down and you know exactly what they're going to do, but because they do it with so much confidence and so much aplomb, well, you just have a good time. That's why overall... It is getting it up. Also, please do make sure you click the video on the screen right now, which is ups and downs for Raw, and support all the professional wrestling. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Go to whatculture.com and all of that, but otherwise, take care of yourself, my friends. I love you lots. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.